That's a wrap on minicamp, and the Chiefs have maybe the most badass rings ever in the history of the Super Bowl. Let's talk about it today on Locked On Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, everybody. You, you always want the bling, and you can get some. We're powered by FanDuel today. Check them out. They are the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. It's at FanDuel.com slash locked on to make every moment more. Get started today with them. Welcome to the show. We're going to go through uh, what was a, a fun weekend. It's Father's Day for us uh, as we record this. Hope you guys are having a great Father's Day as well. Uh, we're going to go through and get ready for our 53-man projection, which is coming tomorrow. You everydayers will hear it, but if you're not an everydayer yet, Make sure you like, sub, and hit the bell on YouTube. That's where it all starts. Thanks for making us your very first listen. Check out another Locked On show for your next one because we're here five days a week, as is every other show on the network. And that means you get it for free on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, everywhere, and it helps us get there. If you want a little bit more information and interaction with us, you can get on the text line. Just text 816-357-8781 right now, and you can get into the group. Uh, that'll pick up steam as we get through camp and the season. So be prepared. I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics or Performance Consulting, NFL33.com, where you can see my projections for the second-year quarterbacks right now and RGR football. And I'm Chris Clark from Chiefs Corner, and there's a lot to talk about when you start looking at the Super Bowl rings that the Chiefs have out there. And just so you know, in case you're curious, they do have rings available on their website as well. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't know yeah. that part. Man, I, I tell it's you what, not, I'm it's do... not the same ring, but I mean, it's a knockoff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a breakdown on it on RGR to tell you the truth, um, because it, it's it's cool. And normally, we are a uh, pretty much hardcore uh, front office and X's and O's show. But today, folks, we're gonna have some fun. So I, I hope you're ready for it. These rings are cool, and I think we have to take as as Chiefs Kingdom every now and then we have to take a step back and remember just how special a time we're living in right now. For those of you that were here for the Chiefs run in the 90s, this is obviously taking a step ahead. And we're all going to look back at this in 10 years as Patrick's career winds down. And we're like, just what did we just live through? This is one of those things. It's the most unique Super Bowl ring I've ever seen. And I've seen every single one as they've come through. What sticks out to you the most about it? Honestly, the coolest thing to me is the fact that some rings have one Super Bowl trophy inside. Some have three. I, I I like that as well. My big thing is that it's it's not just about that player or that team. A lot of times you'll see teams, um, Cowboys ring a bell to me, um, Giants back in the early days. It's all about them and their number and their stats on the sides and all that. Like It's one name that you get on this ring if you're a member of this team. The rest of it is... Uh, Lamar on the bottom crest, you know, so you make a fist, you're denting LH into your, your hand, right? You get chief's kingdom on one side, you get the stadium inside the thing that opens up and becomes a pendant in the whole nine yards. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Cause that's just a nice engineering feat, but it's all about, in my estimation, this is really unique because it's more about the team and the franchise and the fan base than it is about what they did in 2022. Yeah, and the coolest thing to me, and, and to be clear, the reason you get one Super Bowl ring is if you were just here for this Super Bowl win. If you were here when they won a couple of years ago, then you'd have two Super Bowl pennants. So a guy like Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, uh, and another guy that left and came back, Blake Bell, would have two. But then the people that are going to have three, Clark Hunt will obviously have three. Uh, I'm not sure who else would have been here for their first Super Bowl win, but those are the people that would have three. Yeah. 
Um, obviously, Mark Donovan wasn't here. Nobody else in the organization would have been a part of it outside of the family, as far as I understand. Um, I'm sure Matt Derek will be able to clarify that for us. But yeah, that that's another unique thing. It, and I, unless there's some long-term employees, sorry, I just want to say that, that we're not. Yeah, of. that's hard to see though. From 1969 till now, that's that's definitely agree. hard to see. I would um, agree. But hey, stranger things have happened. I, I think the big thing for me is what I like about it is this is something um, that everybody on that roster, uh, obviously Kelsey Mahomes are the, are the poster children, even Brett Veach. When you get to see them, it it rings not just about that win, but what it means for the franchise. And I, whoever designed that, and I don't know if that was a request from from the team itself or if that was Justin's coming up with it. Kudos to them for doing a very cool design. I don't know who came up with that, but I I like that departure from what we've seen in the past. Um, the inside inscription with with all the wins that they got on the road to that Super Bowl, love that. Um, overall. The big thing is that engineering feat of taking the top off of Arrowhead, basically, as though it had a roof. We'll talk about that later and uh, another stadium possibility down the road. But like just having all of that inside Lamar's quote inside about the, his favorite place on Earth. We've all heard that before, but to see it cool. in that that miniature version. And did you notice the two things that click in the pendant are the media press box and the other side of the, the top of the stadium riser? I did not notice that. I, I, Clark Hunt actually came out and said that his favorite part of that ring was his dad's quote, which makes a lot of sense, but it's still really cool to be able to see that. And, and you're right. I mean, the engineering feat of being able to have that ring do what it does, uh, be able to pull out, uh, pull off the side, up to the side and uh, be able to show the inside of the bowl. That's, that's a really cool design, really thought, cool thought process. And think about the other side of that. It gives you another surface that you wouldn't have normally had so you can add more detail add more information to the ring and make it even more special yeah i i hope that nobody ever has to sell that thing off but someday someday i'm going to get a replica of that because that's just it, it's a nice combination of of engineering and craftsmanship and meaning for this roster so uh if you guys like that put your comments in below i'd like to know what you guys thought of of the ring itself and i know this isn't our, our normal topic uh when we get back we're gonna go into what, what the wrap-up of minicamp means, who's where, and what we need to look for. And then the announcement for training camp has come out. We're going to go over dates, things you need to know for training camp in the third. But first, got to tell you about our friends over at FanDuel because, yes, it was a great NBA run, but now baseball is in full swing, at least for the next, oh, five weeks or so until we get training camp. So hold tight. You can still get in on the action. It's just another sport. There's no better place than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers are still getting that no sweat first bet. It's just back down to the original $1,000 in bonus bets available if your first bet loses. That's going to be the theme through here. You're going to get different deals at different times. So $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses goes a long, long way for getting you back in the action. All you got to do is go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's the address you see below me here if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, so don't miss your chance to snag that no sweat first bet for up to a thousand bucks in bonus bets. When you sign up with FanDuel today, it is for new customers, but it's fanduel.com slash locked on to go sign up. They're the official partner of Major League Baseball, of the NBA, and as we all know, the NFL. As we wrap, and I think there's been a number of storylines, up, down, sideways, whatever we want to go through, uh, about the culmination of minicamp. But this is this is kind of a, a delineation line for me. 
what's going to happen next is all important, I think, to the season. They've gone through, and uh, everybody rehabbed from the Super Bowl in the season. Everybody got got their, their bodies right. We're able to start their offseason program. Now, obviously, we we saw the receivers and Patrick Mahomes and the other quarterbacks. Um, defensive line, we're working on things, too. You're going to see some things coming out, too, about offensive uh, O-line masterminds and some of, uh, what is it, uh, Kelsey's group with uh, Olsen and Kittle. Uh, you're going to see like group, the tidy thing. The, yeah. Yeah. You're going to see the university. That's what it is. Yes. Yes. So you're going to see that the, the groups come together here in the offseason. But the other thing that you're going to see is the players are going to get out of town. They're going to get out of the country. They're going to go to a beach somewhere. Um, if you, if you happen to be planning a vacation and you want to run into NFL players, I would go to a couple of places, Cancun, Turks and Caicos, maybe Fiji, and you're going to run into some NFL personnel. I'm just going to tell you right now. Um, because that's what this time of year is for for them to recharge and regenerate. They'll do some light workouts. They'll they'll maintain their their body's core strength, et cetera, et cetera. But it's going to be uh, commercial shoots for Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be endorsements for Travis Kelsey. For the average player in the NFL, it's about rest and recuperation to get ready for the fight for training camp. So you have to pick up where you left off. What's your favorite storyline coming out of the the end of the off season program here? Well, really quick, I do want to say I think that Patrick Mahomes is going to be very busy between now and training camp. I do think he's going to have a ton of photo shoots, a ton of, uh, you know, video shoots and, and all of that, getting ready for all of his endorsements because they're going to be trying to get him done right now because he's not going to have time generally during the NFL season. So you make a great point in that regard. Uh, hopefully some of the other players get the opportunity to do that as well. Uh, you know, really, when you start looking at what it means for this team and going forward, and my favorite thing is, just really to see the growth because right now we have an idea. Okay. They really talked a lot about Sky Moore. They talked about his progression in, in, you know, mini camp and in OTAs. Now it's the question of, okay, does that translate to training camp? Does that translate to the preseason games? Is it going to translate this season? We will see that, but that's really my favorite part of this is you start getting bits and pieces about players in OTAs and how they've changed, what they've upgraded, you know, what the, what they think they're going to be able to do this year versus in prior years. Just so seeing the growth from the young guys and, and really any player at this point to where they can be in what they think that they're going to be able to do this year. That's really my favorite thing to, to watch during the entire offseason. Yeah, it is every year. I, I totally agree with you. I'm looking forward to what the next step is. <clears throat> There's a lot of instruction going on, right? Especially in the wide receiver group that we've been watching all offseason. It's it's about the physicality. Both the Rosses are back and seem to be physically ready to go. So now it's about understanding the offense. It's the same situation that Rasheed Rice is in. It's the same thing that uh, Smith-Marset and Richie James are trying to get into. Uh, now they have the advantage being veterans, right? So that they're used to having to ingest playbook. They're used to, in, to having to ingest uh, weekly game plans. Uh, you know, Patrick, one of the, the quotes that he put out that will be in uh, the quarterback show, which, folks, I believe uh, the quarterback behind the scenes with Patrick Mahomes launches July 12. Um, yep. So that'll fill in the gap for you, too, before trading camp. Um, but one of the quotes in there was that it's it's completely different every single week. And so that's the big challenge, I think, for the youngest guys, especially the wideouts, because you it's not just what routes you're going to run. It's how you're going to run them each week as well, depending on the defender that you're facing. And that's, I think, probably the thing that we don't talk about enough in terms of the passing game and how elaborate it is for the guys that have to come in and learn it fresh. Yep. No, I agree with you. And one of the things, the reason I'm laughing is because you're sitting there talking about Patrick Mahomes' quotes. 
one of his other quotes was he was a producer on this show. And one of his other quotes oh. was he had he had a hard time going through and trying to um, not take out a bunch of or not leave in a bunch of vulgarity. because <laughs> <laughs> It's it's games. I mean, that you know, you get fired up, you get in the moment, you you know, that's a lot of what that is, is players just going off and it's all about their attitudes. It's all about adjusting to the game. And, but, you know, you say what you want about all these different NFL players. I think everybody can admit, or at least fans of the chiefs and bigger fans of the NFL that aren't going to be biased against Mahomes can admit he is one of the league icons. He is one of the guys that most people see as a good guy and a good player for the NFL and a good uh, steward and, and all of that. But he, even he has his moments on the field where he's chirping. And yeah, <clears throat> I mean, it's just like the rest you, of us. <laughs> right. You, you see it, you see it, but you don't see the cussing part of it generally because of NFL films isn't going to put that out there. Some of that's going to make it on Netflix. And him <laughs> having to go through and edit himself is kind of funny in that regard. Yeah, I, I agree completely. And that's that's when you, you can self uh, elaborate on that. That's, that's a great thing, but uh, you got to think that he might not be in it at all if he was didn't have some input, right? Because there's going to be yeah. those moments left, right, and center. I, I think that's great and shows you the personality. And again, elaborates on what we always hear about Andy Reid is show your personality. Make that part of this team. And I think no matter what business you're in, if you can do that, it helps buy in. It helps everybody feel like they're going in the same direction. And that's that's key. Well, and one of the other things that I know this has really nothing to do with the but one of the other things that my home mode yesterday i think or two days ago uh our buddy said an article about or his tweets about uh sky Moore, i believe or no it was uh trent mcduffie doing his little film review of trent mcduffie for chief of the north and Holmes, uh because there's it in a film trent mcduffie so mentioned about you know some specific but mahomes saw it and retweeted this stuff about Duffy. It wasn't about him. It was about things. And the reason I point that out is to show you the person he is even more because he's all about it. He's not about himself. He's not self aggrandizing He's not to put himself above everything. He is trying to put his credit. That is fantastic to see from your perspective as well. Yeah, you got to love that. That, that's what a leader is and that's how you reload regenerate retool whatever you have to do season to season to season to season and that's how you keep it all going how you start going is training camp and that's coming up here very quickly it's different this year and quite dramatically in my opinion uh, we're going to go over the announcement uh, when you can go when it all starts what's going to happen when we'll do that right after this So I'm always excited about this time of year because we at least know, right? Uh, we get to to throttle down a little bit uh, as they prepare for training camp as well. But this is a little and bit different. I just want to say when we talking about this part of the year and throttling down, we're still going to have content five days a week. But our what we're going to talk about and how we're going to talk about things is going to change a little bit over the next month. We're going to get really in a deeper dive into the players, the team, and all the different aspects of this team that we don't get a chance to cover on a regular basis 
because we're trying to cover what's going on with the team. Well, there's not going to be anything going on with the team for the next month and a half. So here you go. Here's getting ready to get into the nitty gritty of these players and what is going on with the team. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just want to point that out because I think that's really important. We, we try to address bigger stories, but right now it's going to be getting into the team. And I think that's one of the funnest parts. And it's actually going to start tomorrow with the 53-man roster projection we're going to do. So, and, and we promise you guys we're going to do more of these through this, this lull between Super Bowl and next season, right? And so the next one we will do will be the post-minicamp 53-man roster projection. We'll do that for tomorrow. And then, obviously, we'll have it as it winds down through camp. But, but you, you bring up a good point, Chris. Most of the time, we are analysts. We are looking at what has happened and analyzing what that means going over. Now we get a chance to take a look at the bulk of what's happened, not just last season, not just last month, but the last few years and project, have an idea of where the, the franchise is going as well, because I truly believe that we are on the cusp of a dynasty and we are here with the front row seat to watch it. So how well, does that happen? What is the, goes I into that? That's what we'll be talking about. Yeah. And I'd almost argue they're already on the really at a dynasty level, mainly because three Super Bowls in four years, regardless of whether or not you won three, that's pretty much a dynasty level right there. You're in the championship. You're in the AFC championship game every year for, for a long time. And you have three Super Bowl appearances and two victories. I, I think it's a different story if you've only won one or you didn't win any. Obviously, that's a, that's a completely different story. But winning two or three, I think you're at, at the point where this is a dynasty right now, and it's a question of whether they can sustain that going forward. Yeah, and that's that's the hardest part, is keeping everything moving, not having those breakdowns, or at least limiting how they have the effect on the overall franchise. Yep. Part of that is getting prepared, and – Yes, the Chiefs are going to be in an early game, Thursday night game, to start the preseason this year. Uh, but there's a, a significant change in training camp, and there's winners and there's losers from this change. But the announcement made, was made of what the schedule is going to be. And the nice thing is the players are the losers. I'm sure they're not happy about it. I don't blame them a yep. bit. The winners are you guys and all of Chiefs Kingdom because we get to see more. It is significantly longer this year because they have rules in the NFL where if you're playing the early games – you can begin uh, training camp earlier. They started last year, I believe it was on the 30th. This year they start on the right. 23rd. They report a day or two before, but they start practice on the 23rd of July. It's going to be hotter. It's probably going to be wetter. And the good thing is for the fans, we get to see them. First practice is open to the public, as we understand. It's going to be a $5 admission fee. But Is that is that the QB? That's full practice, right? Because the QBs right. actually show up even before that. So right, first, yeah, I hadn't even gotten first to that. Guys. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, that, that <laughs> is, yeah, that's full team practice. Yeah, that, but you have a very good point. Like they're going to be in camp earlier than that for the QBs and the rookies. Uh, what do they get? Four days? Is that what are, the lead time is? Something, Something like, like that? that. Yeah. So we're talking in the teens. In July teens is what we're talking about. Last yep. year they wrapped on August eighteenth. This year they're wrapping camp on August seventeenth. So they're adding, by my count, eight practices without the rookie and quarterback only time. That's significant in terms of what you're able to put in. We've talked about all these slow starts that we've seen on one side of the ball or the other over the last six, seven years, right? Having this extra practice time, seven to eight, and, and there's a little bit of wishy-washy in there because Andy will throw in a day off every now and then that we're not expecting, but a significant boost in the number of practices in training camp allows them to be more ready on week one. 
And we all know, we've talked about the schedule release earlier. We will go over that again as we get ready for training camp. But that's a significant piece, I think, for hitting the ground running in this season to come and this schedule that they have to face. That extra practice time, I think, is going to go a long way. Well, and I would also argue that one of the bigger pieces that you're not even talking about when you talk about the number of practices is just the amount of time that they're going to be able to spend together as a team, sequestered mainly from everybody else. And when you say the players are losers, I agree with you. Their families are losers, too, because they're losing them for you know a little bit longer. But what that is going to give them is the chemistry they're going to be able to build with their teammates, the bond they're going to be able to build with their teammates from being basically just around those guys 24-7 for that much longer. Uh, practice is important, don't get me wrong. But sometimes that bond even makes even more of a bigger difference down the road. Yeah, it, it all culminates in what the team is at the end of the season. I think that's a really significant one. I'm I'm looking at when I'm going to make my yearly training camp uh, visit. The preseason game, when we look at the, the, the girth of it, right, the first preseason game is August 13th. They wrap four days later. So that's usually the time that I try to get out there. We're going to see if we can make that that still work or not. But for you guys, there's a number of events. Uh, there's season ticket member days. There's autograph days. It's, it's all through camp. And this is available on the Chiefs website if you guys want to go check it out as well. Uh, I'll repost it on Twitter at Ryan Tracy NFL if you guys want to follow there. But there's alumni day. There's literally a number of things that I, I think they've added two more like exclusive type events for people to come to training camp and meet this team, see this team practice before they ever get on the field in the regular season. Yeah, and then you get all the rookies and all the first year guys and all the team, all the guys that haven't been with the Chiefs before this year that are going to be there that are going to experience this for the first time and see how Andy Reid runs things. But one of the favorite things, and we kind of talked about this a little bit last week, one of my favorite parts of training camp is getting the ability to find out, okay, who passed their conditioning tests? <laughs> because that, I mean, you start getting a feel for, okay, these are the guys that, you know, and I'm not talking about guys that are going through injuries that can't pass. That's a little different, and I understand that. But I'm talking about the guys that they, they believe are healthy. Who passes their conditioning tests? That is the mark of being a true professional is showing up and doing what you're supposed to do and being ready and being prepared when you're supposed to be prepared. So, you know, that's a huge deal for some of these players to be able to prove that they're making that step and they're making that progress. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, I would bank that most of the significant free agents are going to be in shape because they're all veterans. Uh, right. I know that uh, Donovan Smith had to miss some time. He was a late signing in the first place, had to miss some time in, in camp. We're going to talk about that in the coming days and weeks about what that particular position is going to look like. Charles Amenehu looks to be in tremendous shape to me. I think he's actually lighter than he played last season, which begs my question of I, I still think he's he's as good a pass rusher, if not better inside than he is outside. So what is what is that that they're trying to do with him? Um, my words of advice are to young players. Kendrick Coburn, I hope you're listening. Be ready for the conditioning test. Okay. Way to call out the defensive tackle. <laughs> Gotta do it. If there's somebody that you, you're gonna be concerned with, it's gonna be a young dude on the line that maybe thinks he's got it under under control. But Keandre, make sure. Okay. I want to uh, he's one of the guys I'm looking most forward to in this training game. Yeah, there's some young offensive linemen too that, that fit that same bill. And obviously, not all those players have to do the exact same thing. Different position groups are going to have different, you know, different requirements, and that's the way you want it. I, I'm just looking forward to this because I love camp. I love being able to go to camp. I'm looking forward to being able to try to figure out when I'm going to be able to be there. 
uh, for training camp. Uh, looking forward to that. So I do think it's going to be a fun time. Uh, and then you just you look at and one of the things that I love about camp. And if you've never been, this is maybe one of the reasons you want to try to go to St. Joe is because it's all the little things that you get to see that you'd never know because the reporters out there try to give you the most. I, I try to give you as much as I can. And I try to look at different things that maybe other people are reporting to try to give you an inside scoop or an inside look at what they're doing. But it's all the little things that you see that they do. Like, you know, the QBs, you know, screwing around playing uh, who can hit the different posts from different, different parts. I mean, just the different things that they do in camp. Uh, that you don't really see normally, and you can't when you can't see practice. That uh, it adds up. Yeah, a- absolutely, it's enormous to tell you the truth. So that's what we're looking forward to tomorrow. We are going to be back with our fifty-three man projection as it stands right now. And yes, we'll we'll have more during training camp, but this is the culmination that we're going to see for a while. So we're going to give you our thoughts as it stands tomorrow. Don't miss that one. Get like sub and hit that bell on YouTube, get subbed on the audio platforms because you ever dares are going to get content from us every day. Like we always do five days a week, all year round. I hope that you guys will join us. We very much appreciate your time. And I know that this is the silly season as we get into summer. Thanks for being with us today. Enjoy your day. We'll talk to you tomorrow.